How does one get good at listening? Today's question is coming from an enthusiastic guy from America. I think he is learning Vietnamese, so he reached out to me by mail. And well, I was over the moon when I saw that email. I will give you the answer from my own perspective and give you some more tips. But first, I will give you the full question or the email he have sent. In the past, I believe that you have mentioned that when you started out, you were pretty good at listening to English, but not speaking. How did you get so good at listening? For me, listening has been what I have had to work on the most. Well, yes, you are right. I did mention that on one of my previous episodes, and I find it quite interesting, to be honest, that for you, speaking is less difficult. And I suppose that has to do with each one's characteristics or personalities. And I am rather the introvert guy, I'd say, and oftentimes I was afraid of making errors, and therefore oftentimes I just kept silence because of insecurity. I didn't want to make errors, you know. And even in my mother tongue, I prefer listening over speaking, I think. Well, at least sometimes. And... I will give you more explanations about my background in terms of my language career, if I can call it like that. And I think that will enable you to give you the big picture and, and hopefully you can pick one or two things out that you like and can probably use it in your daily language learning routine. Well, that would be great. And firstly, I guess it is important to know that I grew up bilingually. Yes, bilingually. My mother spoke to me in Swiss German, my father in Spanish. And television and books were all in standard German. In German, I would say Hochdeutsch. And at school, I had to learn standard German as well, by the way. I guess, in some ways, the fact that I got exposed to different language sounds quite early influenced me to a certain degree in terms of getting used to other languages. And after that, in third grade, I think, I had French lessons at school. And for most of the other schoolmates, that was a real chore, and I found it rather difficult, very difficult, in fact. And I am not saying that I am currently speaking very well French, but back in the days, for me, French was easy. Pour moi, c'était très facile, et j'ai compris tout ce que le professeur a dit, et j'ai fait des notes excellentes dans mes examens, par exemple. Et surtout, j'ai pas fait mes devoirs. I'm not quite sure if what I've just spoken is correct, but I guess not. <laughs> but at least a French speaker could understand. So, 
Why was I better at French than others? I had a lot of exposure to another language, or to several other languages to be more precise. And I was used to adapt myself quicker, I think. And maybe Spanish and French are kind of similar. Well, not that much, but at least a bit. So, if you've never learned another language when you were a child, then it will be more difficult. That is clear. But that doesn't necessarily mean you can't do it, though. It's just that you will have another starting point. Alright? At any rate, with English, it was quite different. I came into contact with English maybe when I was 10 or so, I can't remember exactly. And I got an English book for children to learn English. And by, and by the way, back then I wanted to become a translator or an interpreter, I think it is called. And when I was about 15 or 16, maybe it was 17, I had then finally English at school. And I always thought I was good at English because I always had good marks. I remember the teacher even asked me in front of the whole class how I managed to make such excellent marks. And today that's sort of a really funny thought. I mean, I loved learning English. I still do. Until the day I've encountered the first British guy, I honestly was convinced of my English skills. But he, the British guy, I mean, just didn't understand me at all. That was awful. That was embarrassing. I could barely understand him neither. He had a strange accent. Well, I thought that. But in fact it was a normal accent. But the problem was I was used to grammar book English. Not to real English. And that was the day I got aware of my misconception of my own speaking and and listening abilities. That was quite a bummer. Now I will try to explain how I could manage to get better, but I think that's the important thing here on this episode. Um, I think the listening abilities improved drastically for the first time thanks to the internet and most of all thanks to different podcasts I got a lot of exposure, I can tell you that. I mean hours and hours of listening. And the crucial thing is, you need to find something you are passionate about. That could be, for example, a podcast about a topic you fancy, for example. And it just made so much fun, and it still does. But the idea of learning from a podcast certainly may also lead to a false impression as the grammar English learning at school. Because when it comes to listening to a podcast, especially to a one-host podcast, this podcast doesn't reflect the real world at all. I mean, it isn't a real conversation. Why is this so important to understand? Well, the podcaster, the producer, is aware of the absence of pictures, gestures, mimic, and whatsoever. I mean, all what is available at a 
let's say, normal conversation. So, therefore, he or she will think twice as much on how to convey the idea. And besides that, there is no interruption or noise from nature or other people babbling or interrupting. And also, a great microphone with probably pop filters on it will support the speaker and probably hums and amps are simply cut out I mean they are edited out we won't hear them on the final version and that's not the reality because when two native speakers are talking to each other they are making lots of mistakes or or let's say they, they, they begin a phrase and then they stop and they continue with another structure but it's all normal and and you have to learn how to handle this so basically what you need is you need to have exposure to real or to difficult English to normal life English and what makes it difficult too is the fact that there are so many different words in languages or in English in my case it's almost impossible to learn all of them but I guess first you need to find an audio source that is not too easy but not too difficult neither and that's what I did then of course you should be wise with the decision of picking the right vocabulary you want to learn word lists can support you by making this decision for instance by learning the top, let's say, 2000 words mostly used in common life. And, and you can get these word lists quite easily on the internet. And I used to look at these lists to check if I have missed out to learn an important word. And of course, be aware in daily life, most of the time, the same words are being used. So I try to focus on that most common words and it's not only the words it's the collocation chunks or contracted forms or and i mean what is the benefit of learning a word that not even natives know of there is no benefit i think only if you're learning for the sake of learning something whatsoever and if you want to do that that's okay but it won't get you further i think so, and once you've reached a certain level in your language, you need to be bold and use an audio source which will need your full effort, your full attention. Meaning, you have the courage to, to go on to maybe a more difficult source, audio source. But on the other hand, I think it is important to stick to a source for a certain period of time too, while I try to focus on little bits. If there is a sentence spoken very quickly, stick to it. We listen to it. Until you can master the small bits. And then, when the same sentence is coming up in another discussion, you will recognize this and you will understand it. But it takes time. And maybe you have a transcript at your disposal, a transcript to an audio source. So a transcript which can support you while 
listening to a foreign language. You are learning. And I use transcripts a lot. And also try to write a transcript by myself. Oh, that was really a hard, <laughs> tough work. I can tell you that. And I even um, recorded different episodes about this topic. Unfortunately, I can't remember number. <laughs> um, another tip is try to imitate, meaning try to speak some short sentences for yourself. This is going to be hard, yes, but see it from the other side. If you are able to speak something on your own, then you're probably going to understand the same words when they come up in conversation. At least chances are high. And I will give you another example. Depending on a movie I was watching, or I am, I am watching, I, I still have issues in understanding the whole of it. Or some, I mean, I, I still have issues in understanding some bits and, and parts of it. And if I put the subtitles on, of course in English, then it works perfectly. But why can't I understand? by only listening the whole thing well it has to do with various dialects or jargon words each move is different and maybe the the act actors the actors come from a different district and, and they will use different sentence structures that's why it is so difficult and of course the big advantage I had by learning English is the vast amount of learning resources available in English. I think in rather more exotic languages you don't have this luck, I guess. But I think every day thousands of new great audio sources are being created. So before I finish up here my last tip or thought I want to give you, in my opinion you should not focus on one target solely because I strongly believe that for example writing has a great influence or impact also on my speaking abilities the more I write the better speaker I will become so every aspect of learning will influence to a certain way another part so what I want to tell <laughs> yeah it's difficult to explain um, even if you are learning to write or if you are learning to speak you will to a certain extent learn to be a better listener and now enough blabber from my side hopefully you can pick up at least one idea or I hope you could be a little bit inspired it was not that easy to record here but it's a great question and I want to thank you. I want to thank I want to thank you very much for this question. And it was really a pleasure to, to give my opinion about that. So my name is Daniel Goodson. I am the host of My Fluent podcast. You can have a look also at my website myfluentpodcast.com and why not just leaving me a comment what you thought about this episode. I would be very glad. Well, in my opinion, it was way too long.